welcome, one and all, to a spooky edition of The Greg and Grace Show. You won't be coming out alive. <laughs> Hi, Grace. How are you? That was that that wasn't scary though. That was just me getting arrested for being creepy <laughs> at a park. You need to work on your laugh. Yeah. It's pretty good. Well no, that that laughing that cough part was part of the bit. I didn't actually cough. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> that kind of sounded like you were starting a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, my other go-to laugh is i i actually there's a bit that dane cook does oh god where he he i forgot what, what such a white boy uh, uh, yeah i mean but you, you heard of dane cook you guys like dane cook bro back in like 2007 he was the shit a colon there was a there was that. a bit that he did I forgot what he did, but at the end of it, he would go, mm, or something. I don't remember. <laughs> Do you remember that, that bit that he did no, where he did that? but that just made me laugh. Yeah. So I would I would do this. I would do that oh, creepy God. laugh and combine that so I'd be like, <laughs> like that. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you have to draw it out so it's, <laughs> like, no inhaling, just all You exhale. sound like my car. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, yep. yep. Time to time to get an oil change. My my twenty year old Holden Vectra sedan. Whatever oh, that is. Oh, sorry, I just punched my microphone. W wow. Sorry, sorry, so audience, aggressive. I just punched you. Wow. If you hadn't guessed, ladies and ladies, it's Halloween, oh. and it's lit. It's like it's like a, a werewolf that hadn't fully committed and is kind of like gets, gets interrupted halfway through. Like, oh, it, it's a quick one. It's <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fancy werewolf. I'm a fancy Aru. <laughs> oh God. Uh, well, I don't I... know what else I expected, but it's Halloween today. On this side of the world, mm. happy, whatever it is that we'll just say Australian it's a general holiday. New Zealanders celebrate today because <laughs> I'm so glad that people don't do much Halloween over here because I could care less about Halloween, and we just lost so many viewers with me saying that. It's it's an interesting thing because you grew up in America, obviously. I did. You, you, you you're American before uh, before the stains. You, you, <laughs> you, you, one of the Americans. American boys. So you grew up with Halloween, and yes. Whereas I grew up knowing about Halloween, wanting to celebrate it because it's fun dressing up, and you know whatever. I I just like any excuse to to dress up in a costume and, and that sort of stuff. Um, growing up, not having Halloween as like a properly recognized thing it's more of like half the people want an excuse to wear costumes and dress up and whatever and have parties the other half are like oh why are you celebrating halloween it's not even an australian thing it's a dumb american it's, holiday like what it, the hell so people don't it's not really a thing but people like you know but especially when it's on a weekend like it is this year mm -hmm. like bars and clubs and whatever will have like Halloween theme nights and people will go out, dress up and do it. But it's not like some areas, there are areas in like cities um, that will do trick or treating, but it's just, it's not something that everybody does. How does so, that work this year with trick or treating and COVID? Are people, is trick or treating well, happening? Well, over here, it's fine. Okay. Like, well, you all have been doing better with your COVID cases. We're good. Um, mm -hmm. South Australia has been good for a while. Uh, shout out to Melbourne, who've just come out of a four-month lockdown. Oh, yeah. Relax. They've they beat, 
they beat their second Open wave. Open the borders to Australia and New Zealand. Um, well, remember last week how I was talking about Western Australia, like closing themselves off from the world and they're going to put a dome on top of themselves? Well, they've just announced that they're going to start letting people in in a couple of weeks, um, but, which is exciting because I'd love to go over and see some friends. Come um, see me. Nah. Oh. Um, no, of course. Oh, my gosh. I All mean, our plans, our we plans still have for to do New like Zealand. a best man and wedding. We have to reenact your wedding. Yeah. No, but we, yeah, just the food part. Just the, <laughs> that's a good idea. Just the eating we'll part. Just, no, 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 you guys will all wear the outfits we were going to wear. So like Sarah needs to wear her dress again. You need to wear your suit. I'll wear my suit and we can just sit on the couch and eat pizza. But then if we get sauce on our, our suits, they're ruined. Yeah, but like, oh, well, I guess you'd. That's like your everything suit. That's my now, every, it? yeah, it's my every, yeah. it's my multi-purpose suit. Whereas Sarah can be like, you know, it's not like she's planning on wearing that dress again for Yeah, but it's purpose. very special to women having wedding dresses. That's true. I found my mom's wedding dress when One. I was younger. Yeah. Um, it was like, you know, in a box tucked away in the cupboard. And like my parents have been divorced for quite a long time um mm -hmm. for me the majority of my life and it's all you know it's all fine with the was family's still fault? very close yes it was my fault okay um i figured you know oh fourth child oh it's a girl oh no oh she we likes wanted, overalls want, nope i'm out uh, uh, we wanted all boys uh this isn't gonna work combo Sorry. breaker uh, <laughs> um in all seriousness it's, it's fine mom and dad are fine we okay. often joke that they're the happiest divorced couple in the world um Anyway, hey, that may have been too much information. Sorry, Mum. Sorry, <laughs> Mum. Right. Mum doesn't have to know I said that. Does she even um, listen to the podcast? <laughs> no, she's not here today, so she can't interrupt. She me. won't even ever know um, this was even talked about, so it's fine. <laughs> um, where was I going with this? Yeah, so I found her wedding dress, and I was like, "Why do you still have this?" And sh and she was like, "I really don't know. It's just something that you keep. You keep your wedding dress." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you're not even." Like you're separated, and you ha and you hate your wedding dress. She's like, I know, because that's one of my favorite stories. Is that mum, like, it the wedding dress was just not made the way she wanted it to be. But there was no time, so she unfortunately she uh, she was she's wearing a dress that she absolutely hated. Um, what what and, year did she get married? Oh my gosh, good question. They just had. It's funny they had their anniversary this week, which, and it was. Even though they're separated, it's just their anniversary was this week. Uh, she was okay. Listen to me do some some maths. Okay, I'm hearing she it. She was twenty when she got married. Because back in those days, you got married when you were twenty, uh, and she was born in nineteen fifty. In order to not be a spinster so she or got, a thornback. She yes, she got married in like. 78 or 79 1978 or 1979 because then my older brother my oldest brother was born in 1980 and they'd only been married for like a year year and a half mm. yeah um so what's that 41 42 years was was their wedding well, anniversary well, so yeah she got so she would have got married 1978 that's when they got married was that the question <laughs> sure why not you said um, when did they get married yet yeah, yes well i was gonna say is that if she still has her wedding dress that's considered a vintage wedding dress and there's a market for that kind of stuff i think she did donate it to it make any cash a vintage money. Oof. nah sad day but i remember finding it and i was like why do you still have this <laughs> why is this uh, here going back to what i was like but why would you I was like, yeah, it's nice to keep it. But after a certain point, it's like, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I I'm know. sure I would feel differently if I ever got married and wanted to keep my dress. You but will at some point. I don't know. Those things you keep for a certain amount of time, but then it's, I'm a hugely sentimental person. So I've still got you are. I had when you're I probably going to keep your, I feel like though you're going to yeah. have a wedding dress, but it's going to be tailored in overalls. God, yes. No, I'll do... My my grandma got married. She had a lovely dress, but she wore, like, her black house shoes, like her sneakers, because she forgot to put her 
nice shoes on mm-hmm. when she was getting ready. So she just, she was wearing her black sneakers, um, put her dress on, did her makeup and everything. And then she just forgot to change into her nice shoes and didn't realize until she got to the church. Oof. And then her bridesmaids were like, oh, like, oh, we, we need to go back. Someone needs to go back and get your shoes. She's like, no, don't worry about it. They're just shoes. No one's going to wear them. No one's going to see them. Sorry. So she's like, oh, no, nah, who cares? Don't worry about it. I'll just, we're just going to do it. So she got married in like black sneakers, <laughs> which is my favorite thing. She's my hero. So I feel like that's something I would do. I've seen brides get married in like, you know, they're all wearing like Converse or something under their dresses, which I'm like, I would probably do something like that because I don't like wearing heels. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Halloween. Um, <laughs> I don't celebrate it. In the sense of yeah. like, yeah, it's Halloween. We have to do something. Let's go trick or treating. But if someone says, "Hey, I'm having a Halloween get together. We're gonna dress up. I'm in for it because I yeah. love costumes and costume parties." I don't. I'm not against Halloween. I just, as someone now that's 27, I realize how silly it can oh, be. Oh, are you too old for it now? Greg? I'm too old for it now. I grew out of it. Here's the thing: I wouldn't mind giving out candy, like and stuff, or lollies, as they say here. Um, yeah, it's not. It's lollies or chocolate. Yes, but I don't really. Oh, excuse me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh heavens! Well, I am you're not married yet, Grace. What? Can you believe? Can I'm you believe single? this? So here's my concept. Form a line, boys. Um, <laughs> apologies, everybody. Form a line, boys. I've seen videos of that. So <laughs> here's 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 my uh, here's my thought. This is my realistic side that a lot of people get upset about on the socials. Mm-hmm. So um, this is hot take with Greg. Uh, hot take so when we're when we're kids we're talked we're told about stranger danger yet one day out of the year you dress (laughs) up in a costume and go up to people's doors who you have no idea who they are and they give you free candy from their home and their environment where you don't know if they did something to it or whatever and sometimes they do um, but most, but 99.9% of the time, it's just candy or lollies. So it kind of defeats the purpose. And it's kind of silly that one day out of the year you get to dress up when you should just dress up whenever you want. But because Halloween is so, so, uh, celebrated and so, it's so popular and people like the spookiness. It just shows the darkness. It's just how, how the demons that people are like, oh, Halloween is... See, I feel like if, if Halloween is your favorite holiday out of the whole year, besides Christmas and uh, Christmas, the, uh, there's something dark that you have. You have some kind of demon. And you must let it out during that holiday. No, that's not true. I don't know. I just don't see how Halloween can be a favorite holiday. I can see, mm. I can see concepts of why, but I don't see, it's probably, I don't know, what are the big four holidays here? Easter, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I would say Halloween is my least favorite holiday. Um, well, no, because Easter kind of is a, is a pointless holiday too. It's not pointless, religious, religious religion-wise, if you're not religious, it's it's a, a pointless mean, holiday. A yeah, pointless holiday. but the whole concept of the a bunny bring a random bunny who we don't know if it has rabies or not from the wild giving you candy as well. <laughs> like all of these cult figure, there's it's just it, it, we're told these kids to do one thing, but yet, uh, and then you got a lady like hoarding your teeth in some kind of house that she builds and gives you money for them. She's like the ultimate. I'll pay you for your teeth. I don't know. It's hey just. Hey, kid, you got me teeth. Hey, kid, got me teeth. Can I have I'll, your teeth? I'll pay you cash money right out. I don't know. I, it's just so stupid. And then, you know, don't even get me started with Santa Claus because that's, again, another, another adult old that man lost, coming dude. into your house and breaking into your house and. And leaving, and leaving presents and then for you and you leave him food it's I got a present for you I, hey i left it in your chimney hey i got a big present it's in my it's in my large sack over there let me go get it 
I don't know. I just, oh, it, it's so stupid, the fundamentals that we teach our kids, and that's why our kids are, are terrible. That's why the, <laughs> that's why the generation is fucked, because... That's why this generation Yeah, is the so- morals that they're raised on, and it counter, uh, counter, uh, acts like what, counterpoints to what we're told not to do. Don't talk to strangers, but leave food out for someone who's gonna come into your house and leave you a present. Or take, give you candy on a, ho- on a holiday. Or a giant rabid bunny leaving you candy where you don't know where that candy's been. The bunny's probably dirty. What kind of Easter bunny? What kind of bunny hops around with all of, like, a basket full of candy? Like, why not carrots? Why not? I don't, I just, I don't get it. I'm, 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 I'm saying, what? The Greg and Grace show where we shit on all your favorite holidays. Yes, because no one else will and I don't care. So... (laughs) Someone has to do Someone it. Someone has to do the dirty work, <laughs> and the kind of streak that I've got going on right now, I might as well continue it. <laughs> oh my god. I hope kids aren't ever listening to us, because that's disappointing. I don't know how to follow that. I will say, <laughs> I there's been a time where I've I had this perfect Halloween idea. Mm-hmm. Um, is that I would dress up as uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. The light that shines over my front door, I would change to a red bulb. Oof. I would get a one of those fog maker things and leave it outside. And I would have a loop of the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, music playing, I would turn all the lights off in the main part of the house that when you open the door, you could see. So all that comes out is smoke and just me talking like Freddy Krueger and scaring the children half to death because that's what I, I would love to get paid to scare children and and make them cry and suffer. It just sounds like a, it would be fun. So the moral of all of this I want to scare your children. You, that's the moral. children. No. Yeah. Well, I don't hate children. I just... They're just spawns of Satan. So I can see why they go mm-hmm. trick-or-treating on Halloween. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I will say, it's always the it's always the child in a horror movie. Yes. the scariest thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's always the child. I've been babysitting. Like, I babysit my nieces all the time, and I have had a moment when like you know they've gone to bed but then like an hour later i just hear little footsteps in the hallway and then i turn around and it's just like a silhouette of a small human in a dark hallway and i just want to throw something at them because they're so creepy at night (sighs) yeah i love them i'm a good auntie please don't call the police on me Please don't call the police, but call the police because they scurry. Please. Please. Call. So anyway. Yes. Yeah, Halloween, it's fun to dress up, but we don't really celebrate it as a cultural thing. It's just an excuse to dress up. Yeah. And it's not not I'm... something that a lot of kids do, but I feel like every year it's getting slight. I don't know, every year it's slightly weirder. and it, That's what I'm saying. It feels weirder as you get, it just doesn't seem right. Like, again, giving out stuff to kids, like, would be fine, but it, but then it's me. But if you do it any other day of the week. Yeah. I, like, I get arrested why? and then I have to have a notice on myself when I buy a house in a neighborhood. And I've already got oh four notices already. I don't know. Why do you think Greg moved to New Zealand, guys? But yeah, it's because, you know, I was I, I was terrorizing the children so much, really. Down the run from the law. Yeah. The, the government was like, Greg, you're scaring the children. You're just too good at scaring kids and traumatizing them. And as he much as... He was known as the terror of Tampa. As a terror. That's pretty good. Tampa terror. Yeah. They're like, the government's like, Greg, we know you're scaring the kids and traumatizing them. As much as we love it, it needs to stop. Here's a plane ticket. Here you go. Normally, we'd be cool with it, but... That that could give you the Presidential Medal of Freedom in some places, but here, we just have to stop it. 
just can't do it, man. We just can't, can't we just it. can't do it. I'm sorry. We're not sorry, but we're also sorry. We're sorry that you have to go, but we don't want you to, but we also, we kind of have to have you go. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, bye. Hey, bye. Hey, <laughs> bye. See you later. Bye. Uh. <laughs> so apart from Halloween fun mm-hmm. or not fun, how has your week been, Mr. Greg? Tiring. Tiring. Yeah. Whatever have you been doing? Um, mainly uh, self pleasure, but I've also been working. I hate to say this, but go on. Yeah, yeah. You'd like that, wouldn't you, Grace? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. No. Talk about self pleasure. Grace, just like go on, Greg. No. Just tell, tell the kids. Tell the kids. I'm like, no, that's why I'm in New Zealand. No, I'm not telling the kids. No. Um, I got a job. Oh, God. You got a job. I got a gerb. And you started it this week. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh. I did. And. So, tell us. Tell us, tell us. What is. Well. I'm a strapping, strong young man who is working at a auction house, moving, assisting, talking with people, collecting items that have been sold, putting stuff out to be sold, and just whatever. My position is auction house assistant. It's the only... That sounds fancy. Well, here's the thing. The auction house I work at, this is the first time they've ever applied. They, They made this a job, like this year like this was i'm the first person to ever have their this job title at this place they just made it a new wow. position so it's an honor to say the Indeed. least and so they they said that they you would hire students you know volunteering and stuff but they feel that they would need someone who knows the place really well who can do a lot more and actually put more care into it than students mm-hmm. so i applied and you know I talked about it, I think, last week, and it, it, they just were sold, and I was sold, and I was like, sweet. And the um, I checked my payslip, because one of the things I never thought I'd ever have the pleasure of receiving is that I get paid every week versus bi-weekly. That's uh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Every single week I get paid, so every week's going to be a good week. Cash money. Gotta get that cash money. Gotta get that chicky check check chick chick cash chick ching. And never do that again. Uh, that's what. Yeah. Okay. So I checked my pay stub. Pay stub. My pay. Yeah. Sure. Pay slip. Um, on the app and everything. And I talked uh with one of my bosses today about it. Uh, I noticed that I, my, my pay for like the first, I thought I got paid a good amount for the first two days, but it turns out that was my pay for the whole week that I work. Uh, I found out because they are so lovely there, um, they just went ahead and paid me for the full week to start me off. Uh, oh, lovely. and that was, and I still had like a day and a half to still work and they did that for me. Which was really, really nice. So I got paid extra in advance. So I know what I'll be making each week. And I know what I'll be making each month uh, average. Because I'll probably make more. Because sometimes we have five weeks in the month. Or an extra week. Um, so, oh yes, that's true. But for what I'm getting paid for the amount. It's actually really, really good. And I'm hoping that. They said they do raises and stuff if things go well and, you know, stuff like that. So I'm really hoping that I actually start to get a raise would be good. But I'm already getting paid a little above minimum wage in New Zealand. And I'll be getting a lot more back because, A, it's not a full-time, and, B, I don't have the Kiwi Saver retirement thing yet or other things. So I am I'll, – I'll slowly get there. And not much gets taken out for tax, which is really good. Um, that's good yeah so I'll be getting most of it but I I mean I'm making 
I am, like I said, I am making pretty good money for the amount that I'm working. That's mm. pretty good. Um, so I will be, yeah, so I'm going to try to start budgeting, but I kind of know what I need to spend and what I don't need to spend. Um, so I'm working on that, but yeah, no, it's great being paid every week is pretty nice. And I'm sure everybody wishes they had that, um, feeling now that you, you've done like a week of mm -hmm. work, how is that feeling in the sense of like, do you feel more settled Oh yeah, now, well, like... I, yeah, I'm pretty proud. I'm pretty feel accomplished because I'm doing that. Plus, I'm working a full day at volunteering, so I'm working an eight-hour day on top of that. Yeah. So I'm working basically Tuesday through Saturday, but it, so it's four and a half days of work. So I I really can't complain. Um, and I'm still working towards my uh, retail qualification at Red Cross. So. Either way, I'm doing really, really well, and I, you know, it's it's good. It's a good start, and that's something that I can stick with for a while and not have to worry. That's good. Mm -hmm. Well done. Thank well you. Well done. Thanks. Snaps to Greg. Woo, good old snaps, the ginger snaps. Snaps. Super snaps. Super snaps. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. And everybody that I've worked with there is super lovely and very friendly, and that's good. It just helps that it's a family-owned business, mm. because I felt like if it was a corporation, they wouldn't give a shit about me as much. But I could tell that the the the, the two people they're they're a married couple that that run run it that they yeah. they do value and care about the employees because if you know if they'll treat you know it's it's all about looking good and being presentable so if everyone's trying to make each other you know look good and be presentable with each other and work well with each other it's gonna show a really positive business model and get more people to come in and do business with them so really everybody benefits from it for sure and that's how most most workplaces should be or at least you would think <laughs> you would think. you would think mm. that that's how it goes Mm, wouldn't you yes yep so work has been good i'm just i'm doing a lot of furniture moving i've been to three houses this week and did pickups um i did two yesterday and mm -hmm. i've just been moving you know tables chairs dressers sofas cushions love seats anything you can think of that's furniture or big i've i've a china tables i've moved it or I've taken it somewhere and allocated it because we have one auction a week and we have this one auction because I, I did work uh, earlier today and there's mm. there's f like 550 items being sold in the auction and I went around and doing inventory to make sure each item had what it was saying on the description and then I would check it and I got up to like uh, like number like 370 or something so I, I checked yeah. 370 items today. Uh, well, that no, that's not true. It was actually less because the plants, I was told to kind of just, they know who that is so they could skip the plants. But I, I did about a little over 300. Um, well, um, yeah. And so it made some corrections and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just next week's going to be busy because uh, Tuesday night is when the auction closes now because everything's online. Because uh, they used to have physical auctions and, like, people come in and buy. Um, so now it's all online, which is probably easier. And so I will, on Wednesday, there's going to probably be a ton of people coming in for their items. So then I'll have to find them and hand them to them. And that's, yeah. that's what I did with the fish auction. Which actually isn't that bad because I pretty much know where everything was in this auction. It's pretty s straightforward where everything's at in the labels. They're, but they are very organized and they are very thorough, which I appreciate because that makes it a lot easier. And, I'm, and, yeah. I, and I guess with that many items, you kind of have to be. So you know exactly where everything is. And the right person who sold the item, they give that money to that person who was selling it, you know? Because it's not, it's not just stuff that the company collects and then sells it's um, all of it is other people's stuff that are selling on behalf of our company um yeah 
so we get a cut and then they get like 70 like two percent of the profits yeah so that's pretty good um something like that some number um but yeah there is a number there's a number there but they get the majority which is how it should be but yeah it's good <clears throat> it's good it's good so grace yes you said you had something that you wanted to get my opinion on so this week i saw on twitter and you may have already seen this but i'm not sure there i saw a movie trailer for a movie that has been produced by michael bay um, so everyone's calling it a Michael Bay film, but it's just produced by him, directed by someone else. It's called Songbird. And oh. it is a movie set three years in the future, four years in the future. And it's COVID-19 has mutated into COVID-23. And it's Oof. basically a dystopian horror movie of post-pandemic America where millions more people have died, Americans are forced into quarantine camps, and, like, weird police, like, sanitation police are, like, raiding people's homes if they suspect that they're infected. And it's, and it's like, the people, along with Michael Bay, it's, like, people who produced, like, The Purge and A Quiet Place and things like that, and it's, like, this couple trying to find each other in a life of, you know, four years of COVID lockdown. Which, first of all, why? My, why? Uh, why would you make... Yeah. I get the, yes, oh, it's topical, yes, blah, blah, blah. But it's not just that, it's... You're making, essentially, you're essentially making a dystopian horror film about a horror Current that events. is currently happening right now. It's a bit tasteless. And I think, and I think that's super tone deaf. It's pretty and tasteless. It's not what, yeah, and I, it's not what people need because people are still losing jobs, careers, family members to, some, to this illness and this pandemic. And I don't understand why you would think oh, I'm going to, like, yeah, it's like exploitation cinema, you know, something that we really haven't seen like this in a long time. But yeah. I don't understand the purpose of this film. Like, who are they making this movie for? Like, mm -hmm. who's going to want to go to the cinema and be like, oh, let's have a bit of escapism. Let's watch something about COVID-23. And, and I think as well, like, I watched, I read about it, and then I was like, uh... No, I'm going to watch the trailer. And it they somehow managed to make, like, the medical workers and stuff the villains. I'm like, what? That's a bit of a slap in the face to people who are risking their lives here's, to here's, help yeah. patients, you know? Um, and I just find that, like, it's just a bad move by a, a lot of people. It'll get cancelled. Watch. They're going to be like, oh, we apologize for the... the they'll, they will... They'll, they'll scrap it. Kind of like what was that one movie that they oh the the movie where humans are being hunted for like hunting targets uh that movie that hillary swank was in because of the school shootings or something that happened in america oh, yeah. they had to push it back because it was tasteless or it wouldn't have been appropriate during the time yeah mm. here's the issue michael bay's a dick <laughs> like people know this I mean, like he's he's not a good guy and he makes very mediocre movies the fact that he's yes. still making movies um or people are allowing him yeah you can say what you want about armageddon or like what was the other movie he, he, bad boys but uh you know every director has a couple hits but michael bay has just been living in mediocrity because like the transformers movies made so much money considering how average they are well it's that south park thing where they're like those aren't movie ideas they're just special effects and then he's like 
I don't understand the difference. And he's like, yeah, we know. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> like, the movies can be entertaining, but yeah, there's a formula that you're going to use the same formula yeah. over and over again in every single movie. It doesn't mean it's going to be good. <laughs> well, th- that's the thing. You shouldn't be... Um... If you're if you see a lot of explosions in the movie, what's the first thing you assume? That it cost a lot of money. Besides that, um, that it, the... that Michael Bay is involved with it. Oh right, okay. Yes. yes, that it's a Michael Bay film, or it has something to do because he's known for just putting explosions everywhere. Yeah. Um, blowing things up. You know, trucks are flying through that's the air, not what makes a movie and... you can't make a movie that's two hours long of just stuff randomly exploding because there's people in florida who can do that unless uh, you know how to make it like for example you could compare it to a scene from that scene from um uh, uh blah, blah, christopher nolan uh, blah, 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 dunkirk um like is a dunkirk where it has that continuous shot of the of the boy running through the, yeah, I think that was done. The Kirk. war zone. And, um, like, heaps of explosions and gunfire and stuff, but it's beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. It's not just it's not just explosions for the sake of explosions. Like, yeah. special effects like that serve the story and actually make for really wonderful cinematography, whereas Michael Bay's just like, nah, just blow everything up. Like, yeah. sure. And then, like, also comparing it to a film like Mad Max Fury Road where it's mostly explosions and fire and stuff, but it's shot so beautifully and so yeah, well, if, and it serves if, the story. If Bay knew how to shoot things, like, really well, it would work with all of his explosions, but his explosions are kind of like the deterrent to take away from the fact that the movie's kind of boring or not that well mm. written. And also just to distract from the fact that, like, he treats his actors like shit and, like, ruined megan fox's career oh yeah he was like a creep to <laughs> all her that other shit then. yeah that well, he, he, was like... he made her do just terrible things yeah for, and she was super young at the time and then yeah. he was like totally discrediting her when she spoke anyway that's a whole nother thing yeah but that's a whole nother thing I, but yeah it's it just seems like it's a film didn't need to be made because i think the director, this is a quote from the director of the movie who said that it's it's more about, um, it's a Romeo and Juliet story. It's a, ro- it's a romance, it's a love story about two people who are separated by the virus. And I'm like, yeah, but you... <sighs> There's been so many it's movies like, with read, that plot. Read the room. Like, read the room. This isn't, like... You're not a visionary because you're like, oh, I know. It's like, yes, that's actually happening. People are affected and separated by this virus. Doesn't mean they're going to want to watch an exaggerated version of this produced by Michael Bay. Like, we're going through this event right now. Let's deal with it right now instead of making movies about it. (laughs) And it's, it's weird that this is happening because, you know, like you said, there are movies and tv shows and and games and stuff that have been delayed out of respect for real life events that have happened like i'm pretty sure no one made movies about 9-11 like you know two months after it happened <laughs> like i remember people doing that like one of the first movies to come out about 9-11 or like the fight the first responders or things it was about the people the real people that that um suffered because of it but we didn't see anything like that for years after 9-11. And then you have, hmm. you know, horrible events like shootings and you, and then which affects uh, which like movies or TV shows have gone, actually, we're not going to release this because out of respect, you know, you had, um, God, so, so many things. Um, like, sadly, there have been many incidences like that, mm-hmm. um, whether they were like, you know, um terrorist attacks or or man made you know uh, disasters or things like that or if they've been natural disasters and then other things where they've um you know people know when it's in poor taste to release something like that so i just don't understand why 
there are so many people who said yes to this idea and I don't understand why. And I just think they could have put their effort into creating something better. <sighs> and I just don't think it's going to go well for them. I agree. Yeah, and and that's and that's the thing. There's that sounds just like the movie. Uh, I don't know if you had it in your cinema. Did you see the movie Greenland with Gerard Butler? I heard of it. Okay. Um, it probably was in the cinema, but I haven't seen it. I it got pushed. It. It, it got. Uh, I don't think it's out in the U.S. They pushed it back, obviously, because of COVID. But we got to see it here a few weeks ago. And it's literally the exact same movie. A meteor's coming to destroy the town, and then a, 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 a separated... Uh, like It's like a broken marriage, kind of, but they're still uh, yeah. together, and they're trying to work oh, things out. Is. Yep, and they, yeah. and they get separated during all the confusion and somehow find each other, and it's it's literally the same concept. Like There's so many movies that are like that. You know, you've got you've got The Day After Tomorrow and, and 2012 are basically the same movie. It's like father and his kids don't have a good relationship and then a natural disaster happens and he has to go find them and every they single their disaster movie has that plot yeah. it's a, or a kid has some kind of disease or it's yeah. something i don't get w why that's the concept about yeah every single disaster movie it's like san andreas like yeah the dad has to go save the kids and it's like there's something weird I used to really, and COVID has absolutely affected this. I used to enjoy kind of like disaster movies like that because I'm mm. like, it's so stupidly outlandish and you watch movies like that because they're so over the top. And I don't enjoy it. I'm something, one of them, I think it was San Andreas came on the TV the other night and I was like, I don't enjoy this kind of movie anymore mm -hmm. because of, this year and, and I'm, it's not like oh COVID's ruined my enjoyment of movies but it's it's we're now suffering through a global event um and that's not my idea of escapism anymore <laughs> you know not that and you know we've experienced na um natural disasters this year as well um and so movies like that are always going to get made because people can relate to them and things like that like movies about tornadoes or earthquakes or tsunamis or hurricanes or things like that but i no longer find that to be an enjoyable form of escapism and especially a movie like in like a sci-fi horror movie mm -hmm. like a couple of weeks ago i watched alien and you have someone saying like ripley literally says if you break quarantine we could all die and what do they do they break quarantine and they die and they die and it's like Movies like that, and when you think, oh, there's no way that if this was a real situation, like, you've always got the, the politician or the one idiot that's like, no, but the economy, and or no, but what about this? We could make money, or something like that. A stupid reason, and they just ignore all the evidence. And you just always thought, oh, God, people can't really be that stupid. But this year has shown me people are that stupid. You can and people do own stupid. People do only care about money and people, and this is, God, this is becoming incredibly bleak and I apologize, but it's just one of those things. I, I really disagree with people making movies or people just doing things like this about events that are still happening instead of when they could be, I don't know, if you're going to create something, create something that'll give people a bit more hope and a bit, and yes, it could be a love story and they might get together in the end or whatever, but you're doing it using something that's affecting millions of people and that has killed god three nearly three hundred thousand people in america alone so i just think poor taste dudes like be better if you're going to create something create something that's worth watching you know and that tells a better story um yeah and that's my rant for this week. Mm -hmm. Tune in next week when Grace rants about avocados and why they're not a fruit. Fucking love avocados. Are they a fruit, though? Yes, they have a stone yes. inside them. <laughs> so but do see. I. Am I a fruit? Yes.
Yes, I was. I was like, I don't know yes. where I can go with this, but yes, I always say yes to being a fruit, even though that's a different type of suggestion. But that's okay. Ah, <sighs> well. You say tomato or tomato? Yes. Tomato is a fruit. Potato, potato. Who says potato? Nobody really does. Guys. No one does. And if you do, no one does. Stop it. Get some help. So, Greg. Yes. Back to Halloween. Okay. Let's because do I've thought it. of another question. Okay. That's hopefully slightly more lighthearted than the conversation we just had. Sure. Um, so, basically, fuck you, Michael Bay. Yeah. There, last, last week it was Thomas Edison, you're a dick. This week it's fuck you, Michael Bay. Um, language warning. I mean, do, yeah. Did you go... Like, you said you don't really like Halloween, kids are shit, you know, holidays don't make sense, all that stuff. Did you go trick-or-treating as a kid? All the time, yeah. Constantly. Yeah. I, I did what were a your, lot. Yeah. Give us your highlight reel. What were your costumes? Uh, what did oh, you dress I as? have quite the ensemble. Are you ready? Oh my god, yes. One year, Tell me more. I was Superman. Amazing. And my mom... Did you know? Cause Christopher Reeve had that little curl. She did that with my hair. Are there photos? Yeah. Yes. Somewhere. <gasps> I don't have them though. I do have me dressed up as uh, ninety eight Godzilla. Oh my god! Yes, underrated movie. I was also Woody from. Actually, Toy I don't know. I don't remember. I was Woody from Toy Story. I had the cowboy hat and the whole outfit. There was a snake in my boot. Uh, one year I was Indiana Jones amazing oh my gosh i was also a hockey player so i basically mm -hmm. skated around sense. and just getting all the candy i just rollerbladed yeah. the entire night getting all the different candy it was great that was a great uh what else did i dress up as um i dressed up as every year oh i dressed up as an astronaut or like some kind of like astro uh like person um, I did that, I think. I think, what did I do back-to-back? -back? I know there was two years I dressed up as something back-to-back. -back. I don't think it was Indiana Jones. It might have been the hockey player. Um, oh, I dressed up as Ghostface one year. Nice. Um, didn't know who that was, but I dressed up as him. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, he looks cool. I'm going to dress up as him. Um, it actually wasn't Ghostface. It was like one of those. Go it was Ghostface, but it was the one doing the different faces. I dressed up oh, as like yeah. as like a as a, like a scary looking one or whatever. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I dressed up as, from what I remember. Uh, I didn't really dress up as anything else. I did one year. I went trick or treat with my sis with my cousin and like her friend. And there wasn't much, but I had like like half like a like it was like a piece it was like a like a Jason mask, but like half of it was cut off because that was part of the design. And I had like a little toy chainsaw, but I dressed in like human clothes, so I would almost been like a human psychopath. Um, I did that. Terrifying. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think what else. I didn't really. I'm sure there's like one or two other ones, but those were the main ones that I I dressed up as. I, um, that I can remember on the top of my head. I think the last time I dressed up was, God, when was the last time I dressed up? It has been a while. I would say 2010 uh, or 11 was the last time I dressed up for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it has been a bit. Yeah. I never did it. I have a friend who's, uh, whose birthday is on Halloween. So she always has, um, you know, the, the Halloween-themed uh, birthday parties, because why not? Um, so that's probably when I started dressing up more um, on Halloween, like, in terms of, like, doing it every year. Um, but before that, never did it in high school, wanted to do it as a kid, but no, like 
people just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So there was no point. Um, uh, last night, my my D&D group, we had our little Halloween session. Um, my Dungeons and Dragons group. Um, we dressed up as our characters as best we could as our own characters and, and played um, a spoopy session of Dungeons and Dragons, which was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just not something that's really a cultural thing here it's more like oh yeah we see people kind of dressing up you know i'm sure there'll be people out tonight who will want to you know hit the town and dress up in whatever they want um but yes if you are celebrating all hallows eve uh have fun yeah don't don't dress up in don't be racist. Don't be, you know, or you culturally inappropriate. Like, hmm. just come on, guys. Come on. Just, just, just come on, guys. Just wear a fun outfit. Wear something like, just, just, you can be scandalous and saucy. Just don't be racist. I can't wait to see the 800 Tiger Kings, um, the Joe Exotics and the Carol Bay. Oh my God. That reminds me. Ghost Adventures is doing, they're investigating that, that zoo this weekend. No. Yes. That's the, <gasps> that's the new special. That's the Halloween episode. It sh- it should be out tomorrow. Yeah, Incredible. Cause it will be, no, it should be out now right no it's already out yeah oh sarah and i need to watch that yeah they actually interview some people from tiger king and apparently it's haunted from what the people that have been working there said but it's probably of course of course of course it's haunted like when you think that that whole saga cannot get any stranger it's like oh yeah by the way it's haunted yeah the fact that they're investigating that as the main one because it was so topical oh man incredible that's so uh yeah we won't get into tiger king because let's not um yeah it's so eight months ago i do i yeah (laughs) i i will say this uh so i'm i i think it's cool and it is fun to dress up and, and it is fun to get candy on halloween that that whole concept is like cool for a kid or even sometimes as an adult it's just it's just talking about the morals because I'm sure someone listening or someone that you know is gonna hear this and be like, oh, Greg's completely negative about this, and I have to be like, no, I'm just talking about certain parts of it. Greg, why do you hate the world? Why do you hate everything? I'm I'm not. I'm just realistic. <laughs> Whatever. That's that's such a cop out answer. No, I really... no. But I'm realist. No, I'm actually. I really am, though. That's the thing. No, you are. I'm <laughs> okay, you don't have to believe me. <laughs> I'm a realist. I'm. I'm like the realest man in the room. I'm gonna tell you like it is, and that's just how it's gonna be. If well, you don't like me at my okay. worst, you don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> you don't deserve me at my realist. <laughs> Well, how about this? How about it I... should be called the realist and the we're basically the odd couple podcast, you guys. The realist and the optimist. Our our our, our new uh, talk show is called Real As. <laughs> we get real. Real as. We are that meme from Parks and Rec where it's um April and and Thingo, and it's like someone will die of fun. <laughs> Yeah. Did you watch Parks and Rec? Oh, Greg. No. no. What is... Oh, I'm constantly making references to shows that you don't oh, watch. Oh, there's people that probably know what you're talking about. I just I just don't watch stuff or I'm into what... I'm not, I'm not really into what all the other kids are, so that's why I don't get invited to anything. Sad day. Well, you do hate kids, so it would make sense that you don't watch... Well, I'm not going to... I don't... I mean... I, I I really don't want to get invited to a kid's birthday party I, unless there's cake. I'll Please go, don't invite um, Greg to your child's birthday. Please party. invite me just for cake, and I leave. Literally, you can just leave a slice at the door, and I'll just. Greg I'll just... will be the the one adult that's sitting in the middle of the jumping castle, eating cake, and all the kids are like, "I want to hey, go Mister. on the jumping castle." I'm the one that that I'm the one 
that grabs the pinata, looks at the kids whose birthday it is, says, "This is your life," and then just snap the the like snap it in half with my hands, <laughs> looking at him intently, like he's just like it's over for him, like and just I'm like this is what I did to your dog, and like break it in half or something. Okay. I don't know. Before I make this reference, do you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? No. Far out, Greg. I just don't watch TV. The tradition of lighting birthday candles only to blow them out again is futile. <laughs> I don't remember saying that. You did say it at a child's birthday party to the child. Ah, <sighs> that's you. That's you, Greg. Cool. I like. One that. day I'm going to reference something that you will understand. Uh, it has to be either something with hockey, James Bond, Back to the Future. Well, I know nothing about hockey, so... No, we have... Actually, we have agreed on, on Back to the Future being one of the greatest movies ever made. And mm. one, one day we're going to make a Back to the Future podcast. Yes. Just because we can. Back to the podcast. Podcast <sighs> of the Future. I'm just saying... If anyone ever has trouble... Keep going. I'm just going to give you background music. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm just saying... Keep going. I feel like the audio is going to cut out, though. <laughs> she just gets louder the more I talk, and then it's just her going... Yes, it's it's pretty good. Oh it's it God. gets you it gets you in the mood. It's exciting. Have you it really gets you? In the it mood. really gets you going. Gets you going to where you need to go. Have you played the the Back to the Future game? You have, right? I haven't yet. I haven't oh, yet. I was saving you need to stream it. I that. It. I have a copy of it on my PlayStation Four. That must be the thirtieth um, anniversary edition. I had to hunt it down. Yeah, it's the Telltale yeah. one. Um, yeah, but they... I had to hunt it down and find a second-hand copy because obviously no one sells them anymore, let alone hard copies of it. So uh, I've got it with me and I'm never getting rid of the it. The 30th... I, yeah. It's the 30th I, anniversary edition, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one Which came out... Which is already like five years old. Yeah, oh my God, it is. It came out in 2015, that's right. That was... Yeah. I was so happy when that came out, so I got to play it. It's really... It's, it is it is Back to the Future Part 4. It really is. Oh, it's pretty wait. good. Um, there's a section in... Oh yeah, we said we'd talk about that when, when you did play it. That's right. There was... Yeah, I remember I there was a part that I wanted it. to like discuss with you about how you felt about it because mm. it kind of... It kind of takes away from like in a way, kind of like the, 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 just something about the other movies with it, but I'm, Interesting. I'm, I will still hold on to that until you play it, which you need to play that, like, you need to start that. That's going to be the, okay. that's going to be the first game you play when you get back into streaming. Oh, okay, but then I have to figure out how to. <sighs> there's okay. a way, there's a way to set up your Twitch through your PlayStation. Oh no, yeah, I've done that, but then I want to get. Anyway, I'll figure that out. Yes. Ugh, I'm a noob <laughs> in many ways. Well, on that note, mm -hmm. this was a weird episode, but I think we knew that when we were going in. I mean, this whole <laughs> podcast is a weird episode usually. Dive right in and see what happens. We gave up planning ahead. We just Whoa. gave up, really. Right. We did. We <laughs> just up. like it's over. We, we gave, gave up. up when we started recording. We just episode. gave up today. It's just okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. I am. Oh, again. Just if anyone's counting at home, uh, I have nine games left to complete before uh, Grace makes and eats Black Forest <sighs> cake, which is her least favorite cake of all time. Which is why she's eating it. I'm not eating it. I'm gonna make it and I'm gonna send it to you. So then it's going to be super stale. 
You know what else is super stale? This podcast. Oh, wow. Bow, bow, bow. Self-own. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, have a great weekend, everybody. You all... Happy Halloween. You all hopefully behave yourself. You don't have to. But...